Welcome to the Making It Happen podcast, hosted by Tom Heaney. Tom is a serial entrepreneur with a passion for helping people realize their true potential. He's on a mission to connect people that make it happen in the real world, to bring you their story, to inspire and help you achieve amazing results. Here's your host, Tom Heaney. Okay, we have Chris Cleghorn. Now, we met Chris Cleghorn probably maybe four months ago. It feels like a lifetime, um, but it probably is only four or five months max. And he's got a great story. He's been in property since just past uh, 2001, and uh, he's got great experience, and he's part of our academy. So he's one of our, the Tom Heaney Property Education Academy members. So he's on the 12-month program. Um, because uh, you might think, well, why is somebody who's got so much experience in the academy? Let's delve into that. But I'm more keen to hear how has he made it happen in property because he's got great success in property. Some people will never achieve what he's achieved in their whole lifetime. And uh, I sometimes wonder whether he realizes that. And he's got ex- great experience, but ultimately, at the bottom of everything, he's an amazing chap, really humble, and he just likes to help. And so he's a really valued member of our academy, and I'm really honored and humbled myself to have him so welcome to my home Hi, Tom. Uh, so um right now um just give us some headline figures of where you are in terms of property and then i want to delve back to where you started and why on earth did you end up uh, doing business with us so let's uh, right now just give us some headline figures like uh, where you at in terms of property journey investments yeah um well my specialism is buy to let and at the moment i own 108 buy to let properties all across the northeast um, rental income annually is just short of £650,000. Um, I still love it. I'm addicted to it. Um, so you're not saying buy till it's dead then? Because some people say no, buy till it's no, dead. No, buy, you know, I, I'm aware of a lot of other strategies out there for investment, um, but I still go back to buy till it. Not for emotional reasons, but I still believe in it. Um, I call it a cornerstone type of mm-hmm. investment. Um, it's sound, it's solid. As long as there's some basic rules followed and um, you know what you're doing, then um, you know it's it's the consistency of cash flow. Yeah, it's solid it for me. From. Yeah, very solid indeed. Yeah, it's not it's not exciting. It's a steady eddy type investment. One hundred percent. And I actually really like uh, single occupants, single family lets as well. Yeah. They just um, I opted for the multi let model just to increase my cash flow to get financially independent yeah. but we're buying single lets as well yeah, um, but it's just not my main not my main thing yeah. and so that's interested that you you've got so many and uh, do you ever step back and realize how many you've got or, or, is um, it or do you, is you, it's just because you also manage them yourself i do unfortunately yeah and i know and now, that's changing well it is very shortly yeah, and probably april time um uh, you know th- thanks thanks to yourself you've uh kind of shown me that it's a it's a job mm-hmm. um, and a job that can be done by someone else. To yeah, free it's up quite time life consu- it's time consuming so much. It's yeah. hugely time so consuming. So go on then, so go right back to so 2001. Um, what what made you shift and start getting into property? So you had a full-time job and then you did it as a hobby? Yeah. Well, it wasn't so much a hobby. Um, I hadn't really heard or knew much about property investment. Um, I was a salesman on the road selling photocopying equipment. Um, right. Didn't like it at all. Um Classic nine to five back in the day. Yeah. Um, my grandmother died and left my wife and I a little bit of money, not a lot. Okay. Um, but it allowed us to buy our first house for three and a half thousand pounds, which is three bedroom semi in a, a coal mining village called Seam in County Durham. Yeah. Um, What's that one worth now then? Well, I ended think? up selling that um, probably 2005 for 80,000 pounds. 
That's that, a great well, uh, but that's, appreciation. That, that's a freak because um, it was just when property was really accelerating, so we're very okay. lucky. Um, and actually that worked because that generated a lot of the cash to allow us to use deposits to go and buy number two and number three. Yeah, so some people will be listening to this saying, oh, well, that's how we got success because back then it was easy. And then they'll go, oh, it's all right for you. And <clears throat> I, what would you say to somebody who had that kind of attitude? Um, I can see where a lot of people come from. But um, what um, if you know what you're doing or you do homework and get professional training, um, there are lots of ways that these properties can be acquired without needing huge pots of money. Um, that's a bit of a misnomer, and therefore the education can, will remove all of all of that and um, open all sorts of opportunities for everyone from all walks of life yeah, to consider totally. having a property or two or three. Yeah, 100%. So like when I got in a property in 2007, uh, I could look back to you saying, oh, my, it's so hard right now compared mm-hmm. to you. And, and now there's, there's opportunities now. There's more, there's more um, access to funds now than there was when I was in 2007, if you know how. Yeah, it's, just diff- it's just different. Yeah. Um, yes, you can't get 100% mortgages. You can't get 110% mortgages. Like, could you get that back then? Uh, no, there? no, no. So when you could I, get them in 2007. Uh, no, so. no, no, yeah. But, but, but pre that, that was kind of when buy to let was um, flavor of the month. Yeah. Um, but I go back before that, before the buy to let days when if you were buying a property and you wanted any form of funding on it, um, you were putting in 30%. And it, they weren't even called buy to let. It was just a bank loan yeah. secured on the property. Uh-huh. So it's different. So it's always now. evolving, isn't it? Yeah. And so fast forward to now, I buy to is still great. Some people will be going, oh, you know, there's, there's, there's changes in the government, the taxation, the amount of um, bureaucracy and and just safeguarding of the tenants. Uh, you should not get in a property. Like, how do you, so since you got 108, was it? 108. Are you, are you not worried about all those changes that are going on? No, I, th- I think life continually changes no matter what walk of life you're in. Um, and this is just, you know, one of those things. But this is where the training comes in and staying abreast of current yeah. legislation and recommendations. Um, and as long as you're following that, then it shouldn't really affect your portfolio. The big one a lot of people are worried about at the moment is any change in taxation. But that's the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm disadvantaged. It's a level playing field. There are ways to work with that. There are yep. creative ways around it legally. Um, so you've just got to be um, you know, abreast of changes, and that comes from training. So then back to over, from 2001, you were then um, evolving that business. You started buying property. You started sourcing for people. Mm-hmm. You started sourcing, develop, refurb, and then managing it. So you ended up becoming a management company, not just for your own, but other people's. Right, so yeah. how many did you manage all together, including your own? Um, well, at the peak, just before the financial crash, we were, for clients, um, we were sourcing and buying five to six, five to seven properties a week, every oh, week. That's a lot, yeah. Uh, yeah. So then behind that, you must have had a team because if you did everything, that's <laughs> a, you're, you're, well, you are a very busy man, but you must have uh, been really busy. Or So you built a team behind that then? Yeah, we, had a, we ended up with a team of 22 staff, full-time mm. staff. Um, that's great. Some of them split between sourcing properties, um, working with the refurbishment side. Fantastic. Um, you, you know, the management side was um, a big part of that, but it's essential to have that, right? So you need the right staff to do that. Mm-hmm. So that was sourcing tenants installing tenants, managing tenancies. Um, there are, there's a lot to think about, but um, from at around that time, we dealt with um, just over 700 properties that we sourced and provided. And some of them were sold on and you know they were bought to sell on for clients. Flip is the, the word that a lot of um, your listeners might recognize. 
but um, there were probably around about 450 to 500 properties under management at any one any one time. Wow. So it needed a team. Yeah, massive. To do properly. Yeah, so 22 staff comes up, comes up with its own challenges. Um, but one, but that you know, it's a, you're great creating employment for the local uh, economy. You were helping investors uh, solve their problems. Mm-hmm. You were generating great income for yourself and building your own portfolio. So, so you were on a real big wave there. Yeah. So why did it all change? Well, the financial uh, crash 2007-2008 was, uh, was fairly dramatic. Um, what we haven't touched on is that from 2004 to 2007, um, the success we were getting from buy to let um, provided the, the money to allow us to start and dabble in developments. Okay, yeah, interesting. Um, and, um, you know, we were very lucky. We did very well out of it financially. Um, and at the time... Um, money was uh, was easy from a bank funding point of view, so we utilised that um, to leverage and um, you know make 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 profit by brokering deals. These weren't new developments that we wanted to keep and hold. These were things that there was an opportunity to to buy them um, and sell them so, straight on, literally right, in the okay. same day or within a week. That's interesting. So I I am a massive advocate for as you know now you're in part of our academy is you actually buy to hold for cash flow yep. and you've got to make sure that it's stress tested so you, you make sure you're, you're borrowing on it is, is lower income wise than the profit you make yep. and also there's a margin for in case rent in, in case the um, interest rates go up you've got the buffer and the management and the maintenance and all, all you know, these metrics to help it de-risk it. Now developments, um, the, if the exits to sell you're speculating on um, the sale and did you put into in in that metrics that if you didn't sell it you would be able to rent them? Had you had, was that going yeah. through your mind back then? Yeah, I mean it was fairly basic. The idea was we would buy them and and uh, and sell them as quickly as possible. Sometimes within a week. Um, but the, had you even considered that you couldn't sell them? Yeah, we always did. And you know the 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 um, opportunity should it uh, occur, we may well decide to keep property okay, so and rent it. Brilliant. So that was the exit or the mm. secondary exit if things went wrong on the sales side. Yeah. Um, you know that's part of buy to let now you you need one more than one exit strategy always to de-risk yeah. for sure so then why did you not see this project through what was the what was the <laughs> catalyst to, to go oh well it didn't didn't happen well um you know i'd like to think that we didn't do anything wrong um you know the world changed and most people know the the sheer huge extent of the financial mm. crisis and the banking crash worldwide not just the uk um, and what where, where I got caught, we'd exchanged contracts um, uh, for a, a development we were paying just above a million pounds for. Um, in a, a development cost or was that a development purchase? No, that was my purchase. And my in cost was just yeah. over a million pounds. Um, I was putting in 300k of my own money and one of the main banks uh, were putting in the rest. We'd exchanged contracts. Um, and what was a bit unique about this deal, we'd not only exchanged contracts to buy, We'd exchange contracts to sell. Yeah. Um, so we were literally, you know, acting as a middleman. Yeah. Um, and after we'd exchanged contracts, my solicitor rang me to say um, bad news, and it's a national issue, not just a, a Chris Cleghorn issue. Mm-hmm. Um, they were withdrawing any immediate funding for loans that had been pre-approved on property. Yeah, I understand. Um, and everyone in property knows knows about that. So. Um, you know, we, we the long and the short of it is in the space of ten days, I lost one point eight million pounds. Ouch. Ouch, ouch, yeah. So uh, let's delve into that because that there's a lot going on behind that. Then because it it it's easy for that to roll off the tongue right now, but I bet it didn't. It wasn't easy to roll off the tongue right back then. No, no, no. I mean, so uh, did you, you must have seen it coming. 
Not really, no. And no yeah, one even did. Even the days up to it? No, no one, no so one, just, no one did. So, um, so, how, so how did you feel on the day you were told then? Like, what, what? What did what did the world look like and how did it feel? It, it, if, it's it, okay, it, if it's okay to delve there. Yeah, for sure. Ask ask whatever. Um, no, no, I, I, I felt defeated. I felt worthless personally and as if mm. I'd failed, um, you know, my, my family, my staff, uh, everything. But um, I now know um, that it was just one of those things that, um, you know, it happened as a worldwide event. But, yeah. uh, you know, I felt, felt pretty worthless. But, uh, you know, uh, my fear was that I would lose all my buy-to-let properties. Mm. I would lose my own home. So it was an absolutely massive event. Um, you know, th- thankfully, we got through it. And, you know, one of the reasons I'm so um, loyal to buy-to-let, that the rental income that we were generating from my properties is what saved the day back then. And it saved the day for me over the last 10 years. Right. If you're enjoying this series and you're getting value from it, it would be really awesome if you could just leave a review and share it with your friends so we can really widen our reach on helping more people make it happen. Now, as a thank you for doing so, if you screenshot your review and you send it to me on one of my social media platforms, let's say on Instagram, so you can DM me, Tom Heaney underscore property, and you can show me your review or send it to me on Facebook, Tom Heaney Property. Then uh, as a thank you, I'll invite you to a private roundtable mastermind where we're going to be looking at how you can really scale your personal brand, your business, or your property investment uh, portfolio using social media and marketing in 2020. So how can you really smash and scale that? So that'll be happening in February. So if you want to come to that as a complimentary guest, as my thank you for really helping boost our uh, podcast, then you just send me your screenshot. But for one lucky winner for the next six weeks as well, we will also be giving you two complimentary VIP tickets to our boutique Property Wealth and Cash Flow course event where you'll be front row. You'll have a work booklet and a private Q&A with myself on the Sunday with lunch as a thank you for just being awesome. And in addition to that, there'll be an online property training series that helps you understand how you can control property and create over a thousand pounds per property per calendar month using hardly any of your own cash so that's be one lucky winner for the next six weeks so keep enjoying this podcast and once again thanks for tuning in okay so um that's a lot of debt to recover and so the benefit of having that size portfolio <clears throat> um i guess there, there must have been an option to service it tell us how, how, how did you manage to solve that problem that they're, they're calling back in the loans that's a lot of money just to find from anywhere. Did you have it? Or no, I uh, most certainly didn't. And um, like many uh, good property investors, if they've got cash sat, sat around, you know, they'll have it invested, you know, working hard for them, you know, make money, making money. Mm-hmm. And that's normal. Um, so all my cash was out, uh, was invested in, in properties. As I said earlier, we were buying five, six mm-hmm. ordinary residential <clears throat> a week. Yeah. Um, and the speed of this was such um, that we had no time to plan and prepare. So it was simply within seven days from everything being fine to a one point eight million pound hit. Um, so we were. So looking... you paid that off over a week? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wish. Um, I've spent just short of the past nine years. Right. Um, and you can do the sums yourself. We've mm. re- been repaying monthly payments. Um, you get your calculator, one point eight million divided yeah. by nine years, and that'll tell you the monthly payment. That's not, not, l- not nice. large, large sum of your actual rental income. Yeah, huge slice of my rental income, yeah. um, but that's now up. So, so um, hey, that new chapter. Day. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so tell me then over that over that period, t- um, what were you doing with your time? Where where was your mind? How did you manage to cope with all the 
just that that because you said you felt defeated, deflated, Mm -hmm. worthless. So you know, there's a dip right there. Uh, What tell us about how you? Well, maybe you're not. But from working with you, I see you are rising out, but let's have full honesty. Like, how did you get out of that dip or are you going through this dip still now? No, what was no, it like? no, no. What was the world like going for Chris? No, I mean, it was it, it was a pretty dark time, um, you know, and it was kind of borderline suffering from depression and seeing doctors and all sorts of mm. things. Um, you know, they tried to force medication on you, which I didn't really want. Um, but it was a pretty dark time. And the way I learned to cope with it was we were never going to solve it overnight. So we tried to break it down into months and weeks and even days and knew that if we got through every day and there was an action plan for that day, um, you know, a day became a week, a week became a month. And then yeah. before you knew it, you know, a year a year had gone. Um, I kind of metaphorically threw a blanket over my, my world mm-hmm. and uh, just wanted to operate. And it was survival mode. Uh, you know, the objective was to keep hold of my buy-to-let properties that we'd invested in and worked so hard for. Um, and thankfully, you know, the, the, the banks that we were working with trusted in us and believed in us. They also knew there was an asset set behind there, you know, of all the buy to let properties anyway. So, um, you know, they, they, they allowed us to, um, come to a, some probably repayment structure. Great. Um, so you always like, been resourceful. You didn't just give up, did you? That's, no, what, that's one message. No, so like, no, no. you know, people who listen to this, making it happen. Um, so not only had you made it happen successfully and properly, you even made it happen when when the, when the everything was down. When uh, for some people who listen, they would they probably wouldn't have the actual emotional resilience to even cope with just those metrics of those numbers. People, some people never can't even imagine ever having that that level of funds. Um, so sure, having that strength of character to cope with those, where do you think that came from? I'm not sure where it came from, Tom. Um, you know, it, it, it's just you've got to dig deep, yeah. and um, you know, you, you you fight. You know, you've got your family to support. Um, and, I, and I mean this sincerely as well, with uh, most of my properties are rented to families. And because we self-managed them, we got to know them on a almost personal level. Yeah. And I knew if I failed, the likelihood is they would be evicted by the banks yeah. and the property sold. So a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Um, yes, easy route would have been just quit and walk away and, you know, go and rent deck chairs on a beach somewhere in Ibiza or something. Mm-hmm. But um, no, the... the, the I'm old fashioned and I just believe that if you've made a commitment to something and particularly people, you should stand by that. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of the tenants knew what was going on. We were fairly honest about it. Um, and they're still there to this day. So, Great. you know, they trusted Long us term. then and they trust us now. So then you, you came across Tom Heaney Property Education. We they came to the Property Wealth and Cashflow course mm-hmm. um, September, was it? Yeah, September. 2019. Uh, yeah. Roughly, I think that September, was. September, uh, October. Yeah. And... Um, so what's changed since discovering our community? Well, I reached out to, to your organization, Tom, because um, I'd read so much about it and I'd heard a lot of good stuff about it. And I realized that, um, you know, it was time to lift this blanket from over my head. And given that in fact, I'd been out of circulation in terms of... You know, I did wonder why you walked into the PWCC with a big shawl over your hair, like, look, do you know it's coming out? Yeah. Well, that, that was just masking the lack of confidence that I had at the time, probably. <laughs> so we've come a long way since, since then. But no, in all seriousness, um, I knew I needed some, um, some training to bring me back up to date with what were current strategies. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go back into property actively and make some, you know, blooper type mistakes. So it, it made sense. Um, got to know yourself. You invited me to one of your uh, your free two day courses, which I enjoyed. Um, 
and you know, I've said this many times publicly over the last three to four months, I've probably learned more from you and uh, your academy members and your team than I had in the previous um, 18, 19 years yeah, of doing, really, doing it my own. Great That's to hear. absolutely true. So where are you now then? So as a result of, by the way, there's no um, excuse that everybody's got to be action takers, everybody's got to be physically implementing it. You can come on a course and get all fired up and pumped up, but ultimately you, you take that and you run with it. Uh, so where are you? Where are you? Where's your mind now? And uh, how, how do you feel now as opposed to pre-education academy with us? What's well, the difference? Th- th- you know, the thinking that I took away from the two-day course was to kind of review everything mm-hmm. that we were um, doing day to day already, um, and some of the basics. For example, the big one is uh, your your suggestion, um, and it's correct, is to you know have someone else do the day to day management. Yeah, so you're moving the management time. company now to somebody else. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. That's a, even that one big shift's going to be huge, life-changing. Huge. It's a big operation, but um, you know that that'll start in April, and it gives me back so much time that I can then apply to creative things. Well, which is your natural flow. Yeah, that's what I love doing. And yeah, what I, 100%. You know, management is not my thing. Uh, I'll openly admit to that. Um, you know, I like finding properties, but above all that, you know, I love sourcing properties for clients, uh, forming a relationship where, with them. So they're getting a great deal, a great return. We've got a good relationship. They do repeat business. And that's really what I, I enjoy most of all. Question though, Chris, like you don't need to do any of this now. Like as of as of March, April, like you don't need to do any of this. You you could go retire. Yeah, I could. But Why, um, why don't you? Well, uh, property, if it's done properly, it's so rewarding, and I don't mean financially. Uh, I mean, uh, well, it's financially rewarding too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But, but there's another layer. I totally there's, agree. There's, there's more to life than than, than that, Tom. Yeah. Um, no, no, it, it's it's rewarding in the sense that you know you can see something, um, see the potential in it, hundred mm, percent. Um, follow that through, yeah. and it's gratifying at the end to see the project through. Yes, you might make some money as a as a consequence of that, but there's more to it, um, and. Uh, you know, the, it, it, it's just it's just hugely satisfying. But I think the thing that I would uh, that I would add to me, property is a drug um, in the nicest sense. It's addictive. Mm, um, it is. And a lot of people I've heard say that, you know, it's a way of life. So I couldn't give up on it and probably never will. I enjoy it. Exactly. So like people strive for this retirement uh, or to be financially free. And then when I'm when I'm financially free, I'm going to Go and relax, and but actually, you get bored. Like, uh, so, mm. my, my dad, he retired from being a teacher. Let's say at sixty-five, he's as busy now as he was when he was a teacher. Yeah. But now, but now he's just doing more, just more stuff. And yeah. like, you, you light up when you talk about property. I can see it. So I can see that's your flow, and that's like, it's almost like a hobby. Mm. But if you can make your hobby into monetizing uh, fashion as well, it's it's a great model because the more money you make, the more you can give back to help other people. And that's my my mantra as well. It's like nobody should stop making money because you can help others by yeah, the additional cash flow that you create. I, 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 absolutely. And through yeah. all the years that I've rented properties, we, we've we've done that, not not as part of a strategy, but we've helped okay. a lot of homeless people yeah. providing homes and, and yeah, things like I that. that. So I, I, I'm hoping that in the months and years to come, I've got more you opportunity to do an awful that. lot more of that. Yeah, and I think what I also like, and uh, it's worth mentioning is, even though yeah, I know that right now you've been managing your own properties, 
um, and it totally relates to us uh, in terms of um, synergy. Is we we actually care about each. They're not just they're not just paying the the rent. You care about them as individual people yeah. and uh, the stories and the challenges that they've got going on. And I, I think that helps have a longer term relationship, long term tenants too. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely, and that's a really good value that you have. Uh, 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 absolutely, and um, you know, I always put myself in their position. And what we try to do is provide them with a security yeah. so they feel secure. Yeah. Um, they know if they've got a problem, they contact us. If they can't pay their rent one day, that's fine as mm-hmm. long as they drop us a text or something like that because, mm-hmm. you know, things, these things happen in life. Um, but if they feel secure, they're likely to stay longer. It's very healthy. for ev- It's a win-win for, every, for everyone, and that's uh, gratifying in its own right too. So Chris has, um, has been attending all our Property Wealth and Cashflow courses. You can come and see him. By the way, he, he's, he's not an employee or anything of the of our company. He just he knows the benefit of the community there. He's, yeah. he's working with investors. He's trying to help people solve their problems. So he's, he's actually using the community to help build his business again. And so if you want to come, come down to our event, come meet him. Uh, he's, a, he's very approachable. He won't be hiding under a shawl now. <laughs> no, the blanket's gone. No <laughs> the blanket's blankets. gone. Uh, very noticeable. Um, and if you, if somebody's in, interested in like the academy or the the boot camp or our programs, what would you say if they were like even just worried or on the fence about even just coming to see us? Um, you know, I wish this had been around years ago, and I wish I'd known about it years ago. Um, I think what Tom does is uh, we know for sure it's absolutely genuine. Um, you know, within the community and particularly within the academy, I've made some good good friends over mm. the, the past few months. They're all genuine people too. We help each other. They help others. Um, and that's um, from people who start with zero property to people that have got an awful lot of property. It's class. It's, everyone classes as a, as a team and no one's up there and or people down there. It's not that, you know, there's no ego going on at all. Very approachable. Um, and if you've got any thoughts about getting into property or developing your property business, get on to one of Tom's two-day courses. Um, they're free. So why not? Um, yeah, got I, 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 I learned a lot and yeah. uh, you know it's 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 a, it's it's a wonderful medium so much so that um, a couple of weeks ago one of Tom's courses in Newcastle my two sons Tom and mm, Andrew did, yeah. uh, were there great name by the way Tom yeah, solid <laughs> um, they, they loved it and that's all they talk about at the moment so um, you know they're, they're using it as a springboard and a platform for their future I'm trying not to teach them you know my old ways mm-hmm. uh, they're a lot younger than me obviously so you know I want them to be modern and fresh um but standing on their own two feet yeah so they're they're you know working with uh with yourself yeah they're coming team now yeah great well it's been a pleasure having you on and mm-hmm. uh, yeah i'll see you at the next next um next pwcc yeah all right cheers thanks very much thanks for having me tom thank you now before you listen to the next episode i want to say a massive thank you if you are already a subscriber and i know some of you have yet to subscribe i am watching please do hit that subscribe button so you get alerted when the next episode comes out and it's every single week and the comments the more you engage the more you tell us what you want the more we can help serve you and get the best results to make it happen now some people don't know we exist yet and they could be some of your friends just think one episode could really help transform and change the direction of their life for the better so please do share it with them too enjoy the next episode and i'll see you soon